0: Welcome to the Faith Broadcast. I'm so glad that you're watching today's message. I believe it'll be a blessing to you. I believe it'll encourage you, it'll strengthen you, and empower you to make Jesus famous in your everyday life. Enjoy today's message, and I'll see you at the end of the broadcast. Praise God. Go with me to 1 Corinthians 14. 1 Corinthians 14, what we've been doing on Wednesday nights is been diving into the topic of the importance of praying in the Spirit. And I encourage you, if you miss any of the messages, you can see them on our YouTube channel or on our Faith Plus app. You'll see them under the section called More Messages, and you can dive in with us and go through it with us through the scriptures as we go line upon line precept upon precept showing what the bible says about the importance of the baptism of the holy ghost the importance of praying in other tongues and what happens in your life when you actually make it a regular practice so let's pick up once again first corinthians chapter 14 verse 2 starting with verse 2 it says for he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto God, for no man understands them. Howbeit in the Spirit, he speaks mysteries. But he that prophesies speaks unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaks an unknown tongue edifies himself, but he that prophesies edifies the church. Now one of the things I want to point out that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Here's what I pointed out that this whole conversation about tongues and praying in tongues and speaking in tongues, or what the Bible calls the diverse kinds of tongues. There's different types of tongues mentioned in scripture for different purposes. And so you can organize a whole conversation and study about who are you speaking to? And for our context of what we're covering on Wednesday night so far, we're talking about praying in tongues, speaking to God. So the what we're talking about tonight is tongues when it comes in a point to praying in other tongues when you're praying and speaking to God, speaking to God in other tongues. That's what we're focusing on tonight. Now, yes, there's a use of tongues where you're not speaking to God, you're speaking to others. But that's not what we're studying tonight. And we find scriptural support for the statement I just made. But what now we're focusing. Focusing on speaking in tongues unto God, talking to God in another tongue. Now it says when we speak in an unknown tongue, we speak here, it's talking about we're not speaking unto men, but unto God. And so when we're speaking unto God in this unknown tongue, we're praying to God in this unknown tongue. It says no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. The word mystery means hidden thing, secret, religious secrets. Confided only to the initiated and not to ordinary mortals, a hidden thing, a secret thing, not obvious to the understanding, a hidden purpose or counsel. It was used to describe the secret counsels of God in dealing with the righteous. And so the definition, one more time, it means a hidden thing, a secret thing, a secret, religious secrets. Confided only to the initiated and not to ordinary mortals, not obvious to the understanding. A hidden purpose or counsel. This word was used to describe the secret counsels of God in dealing with the righteous. Now, when we add the definition of utterance that we looked at previously from Acts chapter 2, we can call praying in tongues an utterance of mysteries. When we add the definition of utterance from Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4, we can call praying in tongues, speaking in tongues to God, an utterance of mysteries. Go ahead, put that in the chat, put it in your notes, saying utterance of mysteries. Go ahead, put that in the chat or put it in your notes, saying utterance. Of mysteries. And so we define an utterance of mysteries like this previously. An utterance of mysteries is a dignified and elevated discourse of divine hidden things, which includes the plans, purposes, and counsels of God. This utterance of mysteries also includes an elevated and dignified giving of thanks to God and magnifying God. We said an utterance of mysteries is a dignified and elevated discourse of divine hidden things, which include the plans, purposes, and counsels of God. This utterance of mysteries also includes an elevated and dignified giving of thanks to God and magnifying God. I'll say it one more time. An utterance of mysteries is a dignified and elevated discourse of divine hidden things, which include the plans, purposes, and counsels of God. This utterance of mysteries also includes an elevated and dignified giving of thanks to God and magnifying and so what happens when we yield and give forth this utterance of mysteries? It says in verse 4 that we edify ourselves. Now, that word edify means to, Im- to build. It means to improve. It means to promote spiritual growth. That word edify means to build. It means to improve. It means to promote spiritual growth. So every time we yield to the Spirit of God and we pray in other tongues, talking to God in other tongues, what happens? We're building ourselves up we're improving ourselves we're promoting our own spiritual growth go with me to Jude chapter one verse 20. Jude chapter one verse 20 notice what he says here but you beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith how to do that by praying in the Holy Ghost building up means to make progress and means to rise like an edifice higher and higher this phrase building up means to make progress and means to rise like an edifice higher and higher. Praying in tongues causes personal improvement, progress, and growth. It will build your spiritual life. You, your foundation is your faith your faith in God, your faith in his word your faith in Jesus and what he has done for you, your faith in God's love but you're supposed to build on that foundation you're supposed to build your spiritual house we see in Proverbs how we're supposed to build the house or build our life we see how Jesus said we build our lives on coming to him, hearing from him doing what he says but we're supposed to keep building, we're not supposed to stop building we're supposed to be continually building upon our faith, building our lives, promoting our own spiritual growth. And one of the ways we do that is by praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Spirit builds up our faith. It charges our faith. It stimulates our faith. It helps us use our faith and it causes us to go to new spiritual heights. Praying in the Spirit on a regular basis will cause your spiritual life to keep increasing. But if you only pray in the Spirit on Sundays when the, when I mention it or when somebody's speaking, mention, hey, let's pray in the Spirit real quick. Or if you only pray in the Spirit every once in a while your spiritual growth will be limited but if you take time every day to pray in the spirit your spiritual life will keep growing and growing and growing previously i shared with you uh, a prophecy uh, Kenneth E. hagan spoke years ago and i want to remind you what the lord said through him he said don't take up all your time with natural things some of those things are legitimate and it's all right to take a certain period of time there but see to it that you give heed, watch, listen to, pay attention unto your spirit, and you give your spirit opportunity to feed upon the word of God, and you give your spirit opportunity to commune with the Father above, and build yourself up on your most holy faith. It doesn't take a lot of time, just an hour or two out of 24. Just pay a tithe of your time unto me, saith the Lord, and all will be well. Your life will be changed, it will be empowered, and you will be a mighty force for god praise god i don't know about you but i want to be a mighty force for god anybody else want to be a mighty force for god if that's you go ahead and put in the chat say i want to be a mighty force for god i want to be a mighty force for god and one of the ways we do that is by yielding and praying in the spirit on a regular basis because the thing is when you're born again your spirit is made new but the thing is the bible tells us we need renewals we need constant refillings and one of the ways we accomplish and access this renewal and this refilling is by taking time every day to pray in the Holy Ghost. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16. Notice what the apostle Paul says here in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16. He says for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish Yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That means our inward man, our spirit man, can be renewed every day. And that is good news because we have to think about all the stuff we face every day. It's good that our spirit can be renewed every day. Our spirit can be renewed daily. And one of the ways you access this renewal, you access this refreshing, is by praying in the Holy Ghost. You need a renewal today. Yes, you need a renewal tonight and you're going to need a renewal tomorrow morning. How do you access this renewal? One of the ways is by praying in the Spirit. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, a familiar passage to many of us. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28 says, Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God The Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, faints not, neither is weary. There's no searching of his understanding. He gives power to the faint. Man, that's good news. He gives power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that weigh upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. One way to wait on the Lord, to wait expecting on the Lord, is praying in the Spirit and making it a regular habit. Yes, as you heard me share before, you should take some dedicated time in the morning or whenever you start your day. You may not start your day in the morning. Maybe your day actually starts in the afternoon because of the late shift you have at work. But whenever you start your day, you should take some dedicated time just to focus on praying in the Spirit and have focused time of prayer but also throughout your day you should take time to pray in the spirit maybe while you're grocery shopping maybe while you're driving maybe while you're doing this or doing that you have extra time where you don't have to be talk you don't have to talk to anyone or you have to do some other things, but while you're focused on the other things, you can take some time and pray in the Spirit. You can pray in the Spirit quietly, under your breath, and you're building yourself up and you're still waiting on God as you're doing all the other things that you have to do in your ordinary life. But as you do all those other things, you are making time, in addition to your normal prayer time, to build yourself up, to promote your own spiritual growth, to receive renewal, to receive refreshing, to receive strength, to receive might. Because you're making that time, you will receive those things. So I encourage you to make it your daily habit to look for times to pray in the Spirit. Not just pray in the Spirit when you're scared. Not just to pray in the Spirit when you you know you don't know what to do. Pray in the Spirit because you're in panic mode or you don't know what to do. No. Yes, you can pray in the Spirit by the time. But that's if that's all the time you pray in the Spirit, you're not going to get very far in your spiritual life. You won't. Your spiritual life will be stagnant. But if you make time throughout the day, every day, you pray in the spirit, your spiritual life will grow by leaps and bounds. Let's go to Isaiah twenty eight. Isaiah twenty eight verse eleven. You heard me say the scripture earlier this month and Previously, And you'll hear me say it a lot, especially this year, when we're talking about walking into the rest God has for us, walking into the refreshing God has for us. So this is our year of rest, refreshing and renewal and revival as we go after the double God has for us, as we use the authority God has given us. We're going to experience these things. And so this is a scripture you hear me refer to often. And the Apostle Paul quoted this when he was discussing tongues in 1 Corinthians. Isaiah chapter 28, starting with verse 11. This is for stammering lips in another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith you may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not hear. The first word for rest, when he says this is the rest, means the resting place. This is the resting place where you're caused the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing. That word refreshing means rest and a place to rest. So this is the resting place where you'll cause the weary to rest. And this is the refreshing, the rest, the place to rest. Yet they would not hear. And so when Apostle Paul quotes the prophet Isaiah, he's letting us know that praying in the spirit, praying other the tongues is a resting place. It causes rest and refreshing for us. And every day we can use some refreshing. Even as we're focused on experiencing rest on a higher level than we've ever seen before this year, we can't forget the importance of praying in the spirit. Now, I encourage people, go on vacation, take breaks from your normal life, go on vacations, enjoy it. But when you vacation, make sure you vacation right, because sometimes you go on vacation and then you need a vacation from your vacation. One of the things I do when I take vacations, I make sure I take time while I'm on vacation, doing things with the family, doing fun things, doing fun activities, whatever you're doing, I take time to pray in the spirit. Whether it's me waking up early, for me, a lot of you know I like coffee. So one of the things I do in a certain place we like to go vacation at, I go, I wake up a little bit early, I'll go and I'll run a mile to a couple miles. I'll go grab my coffee from the place where I get it from. And then I'll walk as my cool down walk, but it gives me time to pray in the spirit. I'll turn my music on and I'm taking time, maybe 30 minutes here, maybe an hour there, maybe an hour and a half, depending on the day. And I'm just praying in the spirit. Why? Because not only will I receive rest and refreshing from the vacation, having time with the families, doing fun things and refreshing just the different parts of me, but also... I'm going to get the spiritual growth aspects of the spiritual promotion part by because I'm yielding to pray in the spirit. Praying in the spirit needs to be part of your daily habit. And even when you're going on vacation, you don't take vacations from God. You don't take vacations from the Holy Ghost. If you're planning vacations right now, I know winter break is coming up. Spring breaks are coming up. People are making summer plans already. Make sure you make time on those times to pray in the spirit. And you'll see how as you make this your daily habit, just doors open for you to receive more for god i remember one time years ago my wife and i were on a cruise and um it was just the two of us we didn't have kids yet and so um i think it was early in the morning or sometime throughout the day i said well you know what i'm gonna go to the certain part of the boat and i'm just gonna uh, take some time i'm gonna pray and i'm just gonna read through the epistles i'm just gonna read through a lot of paul's writings and so i just had my iPad out there and I was drinking my coffee. And you know what? They would not let me get up. They said, you're doing important work, sir. You need your coffee brought to you. I said, well, that works for me because you guys already know I like coffee. But I just saw how because I was making time to receive from God on my time. That's my vacation time. He made sure things were taken care of so I can continually receive from him. Now what you're going to notice that when you make this try to make this your daily habit, you're going to run in resistance. Something's going to pop off. Something's going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. There'll be distractions abounding. But when you make this your daily habit, you're able to overcome every single distraction. And you'll realize the favor you walk in as you take time to yield to the Spirit of God. So yes, have your word time. Yes, have your prayer time. But yes, have time dedicated to praying in the Holy Ghost. You have to make this your daily habit. You have to make this your daily lifestyle. You can pray in the Spirit even when you're doing other things. So pray in the Spirit while you cook. Pray in the Spirit while you clean. Pray in the Spirit while you drive. Take time to pray in the Spirit on a regular basis basis. Yes, your dedicated time of prayer in the morning when you start the day, but also look for time to pray in the spirit. Say, oh, I don't have an hour to pray here. I only have five minutes. Take those five minutes. Well, I only have two minutes. Take those two minutes. Well, I got 15 minutes. Take those 15 minutes. Take that time to pray in the spirit. It will promote your spiritual growth. It will energize, stimulate, and stir up your faith. It will cause your spiritual growth to grow to new heights. But this must be our regular matter, way of living. It must be our regular lifestyle what seems normal to us that we pray in the spirit all the time not oh man it's time of prayer and fasting it's the 30 days of prayer it's our 21 days of prayer yeah we got to pray more no this needs to be a regular lifestyle how we look at things how we view things how we plan our life man i'm making time to pray in the spirit go with me to james chapter 3 and look at another benefit of praying in the spirit james chapter 3 as we begin to close James chapter 3, we start with verse 2, and read from the New King James. It says, For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in the horses' mouths so that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. For every kind of beast and bird and reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and been tamed by mankind but no man can tame the tongue it is unruly evil full of deadly poison with it we bless our god and father and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of god out of the same mouth proceeds blessing and cursing my brethren these things ought not to be so does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening can a fig tree my brethren bear olives or a grapevine bear figs thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Now, we see the importance here from this passage of taming the tongue. We see that when your t- tongue is not tamed, you can set your life on fire by the fire of hell. You can see the damage you can cause. Your words can be like poison. And it even uses that example of humankind. We've tamed all types of animals, all types of dangerous beasts. But we have a problem controlling our mouth, controlling our words, controlling our lips, controlling our tongue. We got that problem. Now, here's a way help you control your tongue yield your tongue to the holy ghost by praying in tongues now i'm not talking about just praying in tongues for five seconds five minutes one time and oh i prayed in tongues one time at church i'm not talking about that that's not gonna help you tame your tongue but as you make this your regular lifestyle to have dedicated time praying in the spirit in the morning or when you start your day and looking for time throughout your day praying in the spirit and making this your lifestyle on a regular basis, not to keep saying lifestyle. Regular basis, not one-time occurrence. I'm talking about consistency. When you make it your consistent practice of praying in the spirit and yielding to the spirit, it will help you control your tongue because it's hard to go from yielding to the spirit for a long period of time, speaking out the mysteries of God, the elevated divine discourse that comes from those mysteries magnifying god while you're praying in the spirit and going back and speaking words of cursing and words of bitterness and words of poison it's hard to do so why because you're training your tongue to yield to the spirit of god because when you pray in the spirit yes your spirit is praying but your mind is also involved because your mind is controlling your bodily functions and you're teaching your mind and your body to yield to the holy ghost so the more you take time to yield to the holy ghost the easier it will be to yield to him in other areas so the more you yield while you pray in the holy Holy Ghost, it'll make it easier to yield in matters of your will, in matters of your mind, in matters of your flesh, when you take the time on a regular basis. For those who just pray every once in a while in the Spirit, they won't see this benefit. Their mouth may be just as loose as someone else. But in addition to your discipline, in addition to your dedication, in addition to your mindset, making sure that you speak things that are good, true, and lovely of good report. That your speech is always seasoned with grace, as the Apostle says. As you make time to pray in the Spirit on a regular basis as a lifestyle, it'll help you control your mouth. So that when you speak, you're not setting your world on fire by the fires of hell. But when you speak, there's some authority with your mouth. When you speak, things change. When you speak, angels are released. When you speak, demonic principalities back up. When you speak, miracles are released. Because you've yielded your tongue to the Holy Ghost and from your mouth proceeds blessing, not blessing and cursing and not just cursing, but blessing, empowerment, strength, love, kindness, faith, wisdom. But to get to that point, we all know we need to progress in this area. We have to yield on a regular basis to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 26. And we'll close here. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. It says, likewise, or in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weaknesses. That word weaknesses also means limitations. So we say he helps our weaknesses and our limitations because he helps us with both. For For example, one translation says, For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So one of the ways the Holy Spirit helps our weaknesses and our infirmities, one of our weaknesses and infirmities or limitations, we don't know what to pray as we ought. He prays through us words that cannot be uttered in intelligible speech, as one translation says. You know, when we pray in the Spirit, as it says in 1 Corinthians, our mind is unfruitful. But one of the ways the Holy Spirit is that helps our weaknesses, that it takes us beyond our limitations, is because he prays through us the perfect will of God. And see, as we talked about when we looked at James 3 just a moment ago, that as you yield to God, it helps yield to the Spirit in prayer, it helps you yield to God in other areas. But as you yielding to the Spirit, He's praying through you. He will help you in areas where you are weak. He will help you in areas where you're limited. He'll take you beyond your limitations. And remember, as you wait on God, you will receive strength. You will receive might. And taking time to pray in the Spirit on a regular basis, in addition to just your dedicated time of your morning, but finding time throughout the day, enables you to receive strength, enables you to receive might, It enables you to receive renewal. It enables you to receive refreshing. It enables you to receive rest. It helps you tame your tongue. It helps you go beyond your weaknesses and your limitations. So you must yield to the Spirit of God every single day and make it your habit of praying in the Spirit to the point that you're looking for more time to pray in the Spirit. You're looking for windows to pray in the Spirit. You're looking for opportunities to pray in the Spirit. This has to be what we do this year, Faith Family. This is what we have to do, church. We have to develop this lifestyle of looking for opportunities to pray in the Spirit and pray in the Spirit more. You may say, well, that is already my lifestyle. Well, I dare you. I double-dog dare you. I challenge you. Take it to another level. Take it higher. Take it to another level. It'll improve your love walk. Why? Because when you're praying in the spirit, remember the Holy Ghost is the spirit of God who is love. He is the spirit of love. As you take time to pray in the spirit and you yield to the spirit, you'll stir up the love of God on the inside of you and that love will flow. And sometimes that will take time because sometimes when we begin praying in the spirit and go like, oh, I wish I'm done, man. How long I've prayed felt like I prayed for an hour. I've only prayed two minutes. What's going on? Sometimes it takes time to cross over and get into what we call in the spirit. But when you do this on a regular basis and get into the spirit on a regular basis, it'll be easier for you to cross over the next time you need to cross over. But as you do this and you pray in the spirit, the Lord will be able to work things out of you, things that are in you that you didn't even know were in you. He'll begin to be able to remove those things from you, address those things with you. He'll put his finger on them say, hey, you need to change that. Hey, stop doing that. Hey, don't say that. Hey, you don't need to go there anymore. He's giving you direction. It's for your spiritual growth. He's helping you process some things. He'll help you deal with some things that have been hard for you to let go. Help you forgive some people that have been hard for you to forgive while you're yielding to the Spirit of God. And he has free work and he has free access to work on different areas of your life because you're yielding. You'll get more out of this life with the Spirit if you actually yield to the Spirit on a regular basis. So I challenge you, however you're praying in tongues right now, take it up to another level. How often you're praying in tongues? Take it to another level. It's time to go higher. As we're walking into this year of rest, renewal, refreshing, revival, revitalization. As we're using the authority God has given us. As we're seeing the double. As we're doing all these wonderful things that God has us in 2022. We must give priority to praying in the Holy Ghost on a regular basis. Not just at church. Not just in our morning dedicated prayer time. But looking for time throughout the day because if we do that we'll receive more benefits for praying in the spirit more benefits while being our life on a regular basis where you're not saying well i'm just in the valley i wish i was on a mountaintop spiritually again no you can live on the mountaintop you can live with these benefits on a regular basis if you make time to pray in the spirit and yield to the spirit of god and when he tells you to do something you make sure you do it He makes sure you yield because you're making your habit of yielding to god so make sure you act on what we share tonight don't just be a hearer of the word like james says but be a doer of the word so you can be blessed in your doing and you can cause your spiritual life to grow higher 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 and higher praise god amen let's pray father we thank you for this encouragement this reminder now i ask for your help help us not just be hearers of the word but to be doers of this word so we can be blessed in our doing help us go further in the things of the spirit As we yield to the Spirit of God and we pray in the Spirit more and more and more. Give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen amen i believe today's message encourage you it's strengthen you it's helping you to live the lifestyle of faith if you're ever in the metro atlanta area we love for you to worship with us in person you can find information about our different locations at fccga.com also we have so many different ways where you can get the word you can download our faith plus app you could also visit us on our social media pages on instagram on twitter on facebook